0: listening to 9to5.cc podcast.
1: You're listening to the 9to5 entertainment system. If you like what you hear, check us out on patreon.com/9to5cc. What do we talk about
0: guys? I have a really good feeling about this one.
1: We talk about a whole lot of movies. We start with Outlaw King, we follow it up with The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, we lament the tragedy of Stanley's Death.
2: Then we go on to talk about Solo, a Star Wars tale, Deathstalker, and I Get My Best Movie Ever. I can't wait. It's probably the best movie ever.
0: <laughs> <laughs> probably. Enjoy the show, everybody.
3: Yeah. We could back we it up. Beans?
0: Just back it up for a second, Scott. Tell us about what is a delicacy.
2: Pine nuts. Pine nuts. No. You, they take a bad salad and make it into a fancy salad. <laughs> but that, like by that, by that, tossed salad. Do you mean, I mean you have to toss every salad? Do
0: you mean Chris Pine's nuts? Well, this is what we're leading with. <laughs> this, this so speaking was- of which, I saw Outlaw King, which is go. the
2: Chris Pine um, vehicle on yeah. Netflix. But
0: the only thing I know about it is that he has a little crown, and then uh, one of the headlines said that, you see, that he uh, he lays full pipe and is completely does a full frontal nude.
1: So hold on, but yeah. this, this is like a Braveheart type thing.
0: He's playing Robert the Bruce. Yeah. Oh yeah, I also remember seeing him playing Robert the Bruce and being like, what. Did-? Unfortunate name for history to remember you as, guy. You're named Robert the Bruce. And I'm like, why couldn't he just be named Bruce? Because his father was named yeah. Robert
2: the Bruce, and his father's father was named Robert the Bruce. Yeah, but
0: what's a Bruce? A name?
2: Australian slang
0: for gay man.
1: Only after. This is before this is, Australia. I
0: know. That's why I said it's unfortunate, like in retrospect. Like, uh-huh. it's just, like, it's unfortunate that, I like, feel like they got there There first, are still
2: people so like, named Bruce. Yeah. My
3: like father's named Bruce. <laughs>
0: well, that's unfortunate, then, because that is. was after Australia. It's after... My father was
2: named Bruce after Australia. Uh-huh. Anyways, yes. uh, it's basically developed as an unofficial sequel to Braveheart. Eh? Uh okay. It sort of happens just as uh, Robert the Bruce bends the knee to the king, and then William Wallace is executed. Mm. Right. And but, hold on!
1: They're making a sequel to the the like least historically accurate historical film of all time. Well, yeah, but well, I mean, it's just fine.
2: like it is. If you haven't seen Braveheart and you sit down and watch Outlaw King, yeah. you will have no idea what the fuck is going on. Really? Huh. But really. I mean, but but you really have it. Really assumes. I mean, or you were yeah, but I mean history, but, but, but... Scottish but, but, history book. But the right. se-
0: the sentence that you just said to me, right? Of William Wallace is killed and Robert the Bruce bends the knee. So. Like, I know Braveheart exists, and I know William Wallace was fighting for the freedom, and then he lost, and then we bent the knee. Like, do I need to know more than that? No. Yeah, so then I don't need to, like, see Braveheart. I just need to understand that, like, the Scottish Rebellion was squashed, and now this dude bent the knee. So, and yeah. rebels. So, okay. yeah. So okay, that, mean, okay. that doesn't mean I need to have seen Braveheart. That means that I have to have a cursory knowledge of the plot We're getting of away from two important
1: things. One, a hang and dong, and two, is the movie any good? It's a TV um, show. Oh, it's a TV show. No, it's not a TV show. It's a movie. Oh, I thought it was a series. It's a two hour film.
2: Okay. Um, Yeah, Chris Pine is a fairly attractive, if not overly stoic, man. Mm -hmm. And uh, he does have some uh, medieval times uh, hair issues going on. Nice. Okay.
1: I like that. Don't. Medieval times hair issues. No, I'm just do saying. Do we need to go into that? We do not. Go on, Scott. I mean, I just I kind of I Here take I take issue to some of
0: the like the Game of Thrones nudity because sometimes they're like they're pretty well kept downstairs, and I'm like I don't think you would be in a fantasy medieval setting. Oh, I
1: think they were. I think they found like Roman documentation about about pulling hairs all down there. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, I mean, imagine how tough it is to get a really really good straight razor in zero BC Valerian steel. But they did it anyway. <laughs>
2: Yeah, th- this movie also adheres very, very strongly a- to terrible haircuts. Then I have another question. Which is question also wonderful. Mm-hmm. Every character care. has a bad haircut because, fucking medieval times had no idea what was going on. No one had mirrors. <laughs> 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 How does this look? Good? Well, hold on, hold on. Barbers were doctors, and they were bad at both. They were yeah.
0: kings, though. Don't they get good people to go and cut their hair?
1: And they they, they do, and then they good? cut them
2: stupidly. <laughs> <laughs> Kings have stupid hair. Yeah,
0: everyone likes hair at right angles. <laughs>
2: like the, the evil prince has a bowl cut, shaved to the skin. On yeah, yeah the that,
0: that, that's like mm. a classic look. Like, I, yep. I yeah, but it. for the badass
2: swordsman, English madman person, it's it's hard not to like look it. at him and back a little. to. Yeah, to a also, just, let's get right back there. The the movie is not very good. There is no character development from start to finish, except for a tiny bit on the person who gets betrothed to Robert mm-hmm. and uh, it ends after his first battle and they're like we won the battle the end He's like what the fuck we
0: won the ba- battle and Scotland was fine <laughs> 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 it, just, it just says that the, like the and
3: then it
2: fucking ends like like the breakfast club with a bunch of postscript
1: does he jump in the air and he, he pumps his fist
0: in the air and it freeze frames
1: and- no
2: he runs, runs to his wife and they hug and kiss right Robert the Bruce
0: married Katie. They stayed together for twenty years before I don't, having a I don't that kind of I don't actually remember. What Jimmy went to off him. to the war and died in Vietnam. <laughs> like, I know, I know. William
1: Wallace actually, like, historically, he fought in two relatively minor battles and then got executed for treason. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, his like his like role to play was actually quite small. And but Robert the Bruce, I, I thought he stuck around for a while. He like, did. He was he like did. a vassal but, like, of the
2: British. Is that the whole fucking movie is takes place after Braveheart? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he bends the knee and then is like, wait, this is actually bad rallies some troops, gets ambushed, rallies some troops, gets ambushed, rallies some troops, wins a battle in the bog, the English weren't expecting, movie ends. It's like, fuck. Do you remember
1: the name of the place where that was? Silver or something?
2: No. The battle, no? The movie really wasn't that bad. Okay. All right. Neat. Great. And it's weird because it's like one of those big budget, (laughs) it's like one of those big budget Netflix, like, see, we are making movies now. Chris
1: Pine is pretty... Yeah, it's a pretty funny m- guy. Yeah, right
2: yeah. Now, yeah. Um, yeah. That movie is. They
1: still haven't quite
2: cracked. Really bad blockbuster, eh? No. Yeah. What's the other one? Uh, the Will Smith right. vehicle, right? Yeah. Right. it's not. And yeah. also, I had that same problem. Like, interesting concept artistically looked fine, and yeah. plot went nowhere. Yeah. Bright
1: had a lot of points to love, but a lot that was just garbage, you know? Mm-hmm. And the garbage it, it seeped through a little bit more than the, the points to love. And it also ended sort of... Out of nowhere.
2: Like in the first act of a normal story.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're trying to... F- they're going to like keep doing them like that until one of them sticks, and they're going to turn make it a into franchise. a franchise. Yeah, yeah they're going to yeah, make yeah. A, a, the bright cinematic universe. I yeah, really
0: wanted Bright to be... Yeah. They really want there was like
1: it Facebook filter
2: been. photo filters. There yeah, was. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. There's so much even even this this King thing, I see it all over the place. Like it's like it's heavy pressed into the Netflix, like like any Netflix ad, Scott's dying. Got it. Uh yeah, like any Netflix ad you see on the internet is pushing pushing that <laughs> Well,
1: commercial. If you think about it, they're like waiting in, we want a game of thrones. And so they're going to they're gonna try a bunch of different oh. fantasy stuff until they can make a Game of Thrones so. type of thing
0: stick. They made Maniac where there's, like, spin spinoff inside of Maniac. Yeah, I know what I'm saying, but it was a joke because that was, like, making fun of Game of Thrones. Were, like, it was so good. Because, <laughs> like, and I must know being like, this is you, isn't it? <laughs> You're making
2: this yeah, this I this hate this. This is terrible garbage. <laughs> this is stupid. Yeah, yeah it was just it was weird that they poured that much money into it without having a really good look at the script.
0: hmm I mean, me may- so maybe that's like the missing ingredient. I suppose is to both like the writing. Yeah, the writing. Like if they have the they have the budget for the production, pretty clearly with both Bright and this thing. You know, <laughs> but then they're just like they're just missing that maybe that t- fine tune. Well, maybe? I
1: saw a Netflix film that kicked, kind of kicked ass, and uh, I'm happy to talk about it. I was like, do, do we, we want to rank this thing? First? I was
0: like, yeah. I was like, do you want to rank this town? Yeah. Sure.
1: All right. So it sounds like it failed. Yeah, sounds, basically, sounds, sounds low entertaining it. <laughs> So the question begs: um, Where do we, where do we start on this thing? Um, mm-hmm.
2: Where's Jason Bourne on the list? Oh yeah. no,
1: that bad. I wanted to say, Scott. I, I even wrote it down on my notes. Scott, you hit the bullseye with Jason Bourne 2016 because that movie was fucking dog shit. And Jason, I, and they must have put Bourne. so much work into it. Jason and Bourne
0: is the 141st worst. Oh worst man, it so
1: deserves to be yeah, there. Right. So, but I mean, but that's
0: that's also that's still like, it's Killing Joke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Keep going. going no, Going up or down? Go Because I mean, a down, bit. down is the room. I'm like, I don't know. Go up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, up a little bit. London has fallen. Star Wars Episode 3. The mechanic. Independence Not, Day. There's no way. Ooh. Independence Day. Batman Gotham by Gaslight.
2: Yeah, it's around there. Probably right under Gotham by Gaslight. And
3: above oh, yeah, it's done. Easy peasy. Uh, it's just,
2: uh, it's long. It doesn't really deliver. It's got that one good battle scene at the yeah. end. But even that doesn't pay off.
0: Guys, but I really have a question about pubic hair. Right. So, if you're saying that ancient Romans were. You'll get into- some
2: someday, Keith, I promise. I hope
0: so. Uh, so, you're saying that ancient Romans did take care of business downstairs, then what happened in the 70s? We had razors. Just we just like chose two thousand years between those two yeah, things. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, like an awful lot of things. But happened like, but a, but a lot of those two. things were like improvements of shaving and razor technology. So why was like
2: '70s bush a thing? Because everybody was it's going all razor. natural.
1: They're dirty hippies and they mm. burn their bras and they grow. I don't think it's bro- it's
0: tied to the afro?
2: Probably. And <laughs> mustaches and yeah. sideburns. Like people knew how to shave their faces in the yeah. '70s and they just didn't either. Natural is beautiful. That's what that's what
1: that
0: was. I like it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. No, you don't. I mean. I hate it. Uh huh. Um, anyway, so I saw the Ballad of Buster Scruggs, which so we're just really running through the movies. I thought we were going to do Stanley,
2: but yeah. Buster yeah, Shrugs. I want
1: to talk about Stanley too. But I mean, what else are we going to say?
2: I mean, we're talking Netflix movies. Let's keep going with this okay. and right. actual film auteurs.
1: Yeah, yeah. So this was a, okay. a Joel and Ethan Cohen oh, film yeah. that was put on Netflix, and it's a um, like a series of short stories that are westerns. Mm-hmm. That like it's kind of unfortunate because the first one was a bit of a letdown, and it was so much of a letdown that I that I like turned it off and walked away. And then I was like, no, 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 hold on a second. It was a fucking Cohen brothers. Cohen brothers got. Like, They're going like, to deliver somewhere, and they absolutely do deliver. So there's like five or six little vignettes that are like. 15 to 20 minute short stories mm-hmm. in at the end of one of them I am am uh, like almost 100% sure that they were retelling a Buddhist parable but set in the west mm-hmm. and the characters are, are many of them are stereotypes from westerns they're they're drawn from exaggerated there's scenes of violence that are like exaggerated <coughs> cartoony violence mm-hmm. there's the intense dark humor that it permeates all of their films yep uh, it, it was like past the first one which was like a kind of howdy doody sing along joke over-the-top violence thing that just, like, totally didn't work for me. But then after that, there was, there was very sad human stories.
0: It was wonderful. I was, like, I honestly touched by some of these things. So weird. So, like, but does the order even matter? Or are they, like, standalone? No, they're, re- they're really standalone.
1: Uh, so, like, maybe so it's, super, there's,
0: it's super weird that they chose to lead, to with, lead with that one? Yeah. Maybe
1: they just thought they thought that it would be, like, a funny... Kind of everybody would have some good laughs, and then and then you'd go into the more sad stuff. So Mm -hmm. maybe that was what what happened. How come uh, with a little bit of the old super violence? A little bit of that, but it's just it was so like over the top. It didn't it didn't connect for me at all. Tom Waits has one. He's like the main character of one of them. The the they're like every every one of these every one of the characters. You look at them. Oh yeah, that guy. Oh yeah, that guy. Mm -hmm. They got everybody into this thing. Um, particular standouts were the ones with um uh, James Franco. Okay, Th- that was the one that I thought was the Buddhist parable and, and I feel like I don't know enough about Buddhism to actually think if the other stories were all also somehow stories or if it's just like they're telling tales with a moral or a theme that is true to humanity itself and so I'm like you make the connection because you know Buddhist parables are going to have that kind of thing too but um, man it was really good but it's also like a, they're all westerns. So if you're going to be really bummed out by seeing cowboys and Indians and western type stuff, you mm-hmm. probably don't want to see this. But otherwise, I would I would recommend this to anybody. It was so good.
2: Did you see? Writing was tight.
1: The writing was excellent. Did you see True Grit? I did see True Grit.
2: And also a coen brothers western yes right? it
1: was I, I i like there was part of me that kind of didn't like parts of true grit i feel like that the characters were there were many characters who were kind of villainous and then they became heroic over the course of the story they like got wrapped up in the girls um uh, adventure revenge kind of kind of story that I didn't, I didn't buy all of it but the performances were outstanding and the and there was like a like a pacing to true grit that was excellent it was like let itself develop the characters got
2: to breathe so all That's all, my favorite type of western. Yeah, I like that, like real slow burn. Oh
1: man, well you gotta watch this. You gotta watch this movie, and it's it's
2: it's on my yeah to watch list when I, my wife is out of the house.
1: I don't want to say too much, but like the if you think of Fargo and it, there's like scenes where it's so dark and so funny at the same time, and and it's like true human stuff, you know, yeah, yeah. in a sad, crazy kind of way. They got that going on here. Nice, perfectly.
0: Yeah, no, I saw that one too. I wanted to watch it. Yeah, Well, let's put it on the list. Yeah, then. let's do it. Um, do we have any westerns on the list? I don't think we really think we do. Slow West
2: is on the list. Yeah, it sounds better than Slow West. Slow West was good though, but it does sound better than Slow West. <laughs>
1: yeah, um, it's a bit of a struggle because I feel like you could very much not get into this thing. Not a whole not... lot of
2: short story movies, though.
1: Yeah, it's v- it's very. One of us should watch. One of us should
2: watch Four Rooms. Like Four rooms is pretty good. Although maybe <laughs> one shift. of them
1: was really good.
0: No, I would. It's the the Tarantino and the Rodriguez one are kind of fun. The Rodriguez mm-hmm. one with the the parents and the Tarantino one with the uh, the lighter bet. The witch one was a little weird, and then uh, I don't remember the fourth one. So the yeah. bellboy was was pretty pretty awesome. All oh, the bell, yeah, the bellboy's the through line.
1: Okay, well I'm gonna put this just underneath. Um, oh man, they're, they're getting a little confused here. I want to put this just beneath Ex Machina and a just above Arrival. I really did not like Arrival. And I did kind of like Ex Machina, but I feel like this. Um, <laughs> Those are two good movies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but uh, and I think that this, is, mean, a, this is an excellent movie. Also, a
0: well-crafted Coen Brothers piece. Without having seen it, that does seem like it deserves a yeah healthy, with an all-star cast. With making. a
1: super all-star cast, I will. I will definitely allow it to be moved when you when you watch it too, nice. because I might have a different. Uh, you might have a different
0: spin
2: on it. I do like the Coen Brothers. I do like westerns. Uh, I, yep. I'm not. Going into this with a uh, super negative... So,
0: a, ni- a 95-year-old man died. Yep. And then a bunch of people um, put sad things on their Facebook walls about it. And I was like, don't get me wrong. <coughs> I think that Stanley brought a lot to geek culture and probably... I, I was trying to think... More than anyone else? I was like, is he the single greatest contributor to geek culture? Mark Hamill?
1: George? Whatever. But, you know, I, think I, I, still, I think he's still... he's still. Gene more. Roddenberry? Gene but Roddenberry but, but, but died it, early, right? But it
0: was, but 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 Gene Roddenberry, yeah. But I mean, but like it was still just one IP. It was Star Trek, like the vast, like intellectual properties that that Stanley had his fingers in. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like that's well, yeah. think
2: think universe creation. Okay. Marvel he, universe, Star Trek universe.
1: He also promoted a whole lot of other artists into into contributing into that world.
2: Yes and no.
1: Yeah, because there's a deeper story here I'm not too well, aware of. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, he
0: also, yeah. like, like, there's a big thing where he also knew what to slap his name on. Like, <laughs> like right.
2: So so Stanley's... Excelsior! Stanley's yeah. legacy is, is complicated, so. um One of the common critiques of Stanley was that he would um self-aggrandize at the expense of the other people. Mm-hmm. And he would often say, I was the one who created Spider-Man and yeah. not mention Steve Ditko's name. Yeah. I was the one who created. Yeah, you, you, it's a like classic. Like, when
0: I was envisioning Spider-Man,
2: <laughs> like that was like, you're like, what about Steve?
0: Yeah, I he, said he when it. I was envisioning.
2: Yeah. Um, but the other side of that coin is Stanley through his writing on, on, on answering letters and yeah. Stan's soapbox in, in the 60s. Um, also created this idea of the Marvel bullpen,
3: yeah,
2: and nicknaming all the artists and all the other writers and all the other people who were around, and brought a level of awareness of these people as artists, yeah, mm-hmm. and not just DC Comics. Yeah, a really. lot of DC Comics in the fifties you don't see credits. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the thing that that mm-hmm. Stan did for Marvel. He would say, you know, Jazzy John Romita jack king kirby these these are the people who did them and look how yeah, amazing yeah, yeah. it is we were blowing the competition out of the water but at the same time he was also i'm stan lee and yeah. marvel comics from the late 60s the 70s the 80s the front page said stan lee presents yeah even if he had no in a, involvement in with a the book. way right.
0: though I think he was kind of ahead of his time in that because, and I and I think that was also like part to do of a success because like we see that all the time now with like the superstar CEO like Steve Jobs is like I present to you I mean he's that now but he's like I present to you the iPhone <laughs> and it's like and he's the face of the iPhone he didn't make the iPhone he had a couple ideas and he ran it's like you know what I mean like that superstar CEO vibe Stan Lee was kind of doing that so I think that is like yeah he's taking a lot of the credit for other people's work, but part of it is why it's successful because then you had like this view of this bullpen, you had this view of this cool guy that was running comics and all that stuff instead of like just the comics sort of happening. You know what I mean? Like it's sort of It's very complicated. It's it is complicated, complicated but, like it's like you kinda of think that like uh how how much did that how like when they talk about like why Steve Jobs was so successful, like, how much does that leadership count for? Do you know what I mean? Like, does it count for enough that he gets to Stanley present something he had nothing to do with because it happened to be a Marvel thing and he's kind of running the show? If uh, he's
1: running the show, it is it is kind of all Exactly,
0: yeah. that's it. Like, he created an environment where that could happen. He signed off on the pitch and whatever. Like, he d- is maybe taking
2: more credit for it, but... It's he, it's a weird kind of thing to yeah. think of he's taking 80% of the credit and giving 20% to the, the artists, his co-creators, the other people he's working with as sort of a... An automatically negative thing that he is doing, mm-hmm. but at the same time, before that idea and the, the way that Stan was running things, no, no one. Would, no everyone is getting zero. Yeah,
0: twenty percent of cre- of credit is more credit how, than. How did nothing.
2: the other people, Steve Ditko, say feel about his? Very, group. very negatively. All of them. The very, very negatively. Well, I mean, like, well the only ones that are super negative are like Ditko and Kirby, but who are sure, the big ones? I mean, <laughs> mind you, a, a lot of a lot of the artists that were there in the fifties and early sixties were fairly negative, And when they went on to, to go do stuff later, like there's, there's a character in DC comics that, that is, a uh, directly taking shots at, at Stanley, mm. uh, in Jack Kirby's new gods stuff. Mm. Um, is he one of the new gods? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's, like it's still weird, like, you're taking a
0: shot at him, I and even if he's a crappy god, you still acknowledge him as a god. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like dark side
2: kind of. Yeah, no, style. but that's what I'm saying, but it's still like, it's still a testament to the influence the guy has. Mm. Um, but at the same time, I don't think Steve Ditko and Jack Kirby and John Romita and, and Sal Buscema, I don't think we would know who they were if it, if wasn't, it wasn't for Stanley. Stanley. Yeah. So... Nice. Again, it's a tricky. complicated legacy. Uh, some weird stuff on the internet. A lot of like gone too soon. he like, was ninety-five. Nin-
1: ninety-five, married to his wife for seventy years. Yeah, Seventy-five she, years. She had yeah.
2: died a couple years ago, and yeah. by all reports, his his last couple years were not amazing. Smooth sailing. So
0: yeah. well, I mean, he's ninety-five, dude. He's like, almost a
2: hundred years old. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, like you, you, here's, well, the he here's the no. thing that's super messed up. Nineteen
0: oh uh, something. Here's the thing
2: that's super messed up. Stanley. Wrote Fantastic Four number one.
0: 1913. Mm-hmm. Yeah. R- R- he was born before the First World War. No, 1909. To oh, yeah.
1: 19, yeah, he, yeah was
2: before, he was born before the First World War ended. No, right. 1913 is not. 1923. He's not past 100 yet. He's oh, he was 95. 100
0: oh. years ago would be 1918. I did the math. I'd have subtracted <laughs> five instead of added
2: five. <laughs> boop, boop. Um. So he wrote Fantastic Four number one, basically launching the Marvel universe, that mm-hmm. the connected universe. When he was 39 years old, hey. imagine like did he come from starting money? that off? No, so like because that, that was that's the other crazy. thing I meant
0: that I didn't know if that was like part of the mythos or like reality that he, he was just like a hustler,
3: you know? Like, he, was,
2: he was a kid who wrote comic books and really wanted to become a serious writer. Yeah, and spent a lot of his career at Marvel trying to not be writing comics and working in comics. Mm-hmm. He launched a, a, a Hollywood magazine and yeah. he failed and went back to comics. He went to Hollywood, tried to pitch scripts and yeah. failed and went back to comics. He, in the 80s, he tried to get involved with Marvel, Marvel productions, Marvel films, working in television, doing the voiceovers for lots of cartoons. Mm-hmm. I remember his little intros. His college. intros and outros of the commercials were awesome. Yeah. I mean, they're the cartoons. A lot of people, that's, that's how they know who Stan Lee is, those... But, uh, I mean, X-Men and Spider-Man right. is amazing friends. And
1: I recall reading that if you sum up the revenue from all of the films in which he has appeared, that number is larger than the number for any other person.
0: Yeah, because of all of right? his, ca- <laughs> all of his he, cameos in the MCU. He
1: cameoed in every film in the MCU and he cameoed <laughs> yeah. in a bunch of other ones before. And like yeah. all of all that... All the Spider-Man
0: movies, all the Fantastic yeah. Fours. And all yeah, of and that all all was
1: guys. done he's in the last 30 years when he
0: was older than 60. Yeah, you know? he's the most bankable actor of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Here's... Put Stan
2: Lee in your film. Guaranteed. Moneymaker. He's filmed a bunch of cameos already. To go in the next chunk. I don't know if I like that. I I think think that's like a weird kind of ghoulish thing to...
0: no but i hope he did it i hope he did like i remember when shia labeouf was like put me in your movie and he did a bunch of like green screen things and i was like you can just use this footage and put it in any movie you want so <laughs> it's just him delivering like crazy, like like no no and just like whatever and be like what do you mean and like you're just delivering lines crazy in front of a green screen mm-hmm. i hope they did that so it's not even like specific cameos <laughs> they just have like three hours of him being like look at that guy go and be like boy, he's fast, and just, like, saying, like, weird little, like, Stanley reactions. Look out, like, kid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they could just put him in anywhere, so Stanley will always be in the movies.
1: Uh,
2: I, like, th- that's the thing. Part of me thinks that's a, that's, that's a little bit ghoulish, and part of me thinks that is it Stan would really like I that. I was going to say, is it pure Stanley or not? <laughs> like,
1: <'cause>,
0: Genuine Stan. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, so do you have a favorite
1: thing that he wrote that, that oh, is, like, special in your heart?
0: Word excelsior, (laughs)
2: excelsior. (laughs) He's got to think. I mean, like Spider-Man. The the first ten issues of Spider-Man's are are really good.
1: Was it magical out the gate? I think so.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think the idea of superheroes not being awesome in their day-to-day life Mm -hmm. was radical. Yeah, we talked about that. I think yeah. the idea of, of Peter Parker is really the, the best creation that, that he did.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think we talked about this a little bit last week in a segment that I don't know if we prepared for. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about our favorite characters in fiction. And I was oh, yeah. like, yeah. Peter Parker is, like, certainly up there for me. Like, I was really I, – I was, I, 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 pondered this for, like, two weeks. And mm-hmm. I was I, – I could not kind of – I couldn't lock it down to a genre. Like, I could tell you, like I, I, you know, mm-hmm. because like I was like, my favorite comic book character is probably Peter Parker like that is sure
2: and and I don't think that it's a stretch to say that Peter Parker is probably one of the best comic book characters yeah
0: but like particularly mm-hmm. I think and I mean I think it was also Stan Lee acknowledging who read comics and For writing sure. a relatable sure. hero cause like yeah. forget, Batman he's, Batman he's is super cool but so he's not relatable he, like hey were you billionaire a, were, playboy were, were, super genius yeah detective? exactly were you a billionaire whose parents were murdered in front of you and you're still <laughs> a billionaire and you're like no are you like a high school kid who gets picked on yes
2: yep. <laughs> like Hey, and, like, Spider Man doesn't have a whole lot of problems that he can't superpower his way out of. Yeah. Peter Parker has fucking problems to deal with. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right. Like, Batman, like, Batman isn't Bruce Wayne. Like,. Bruce like, Wayne is just something that Batman has to take care of every now and then. Yeah, now. exactly. The like, same with Clark Pence. Bat- he's got to figure Bru- out Bruce- some way to get changed. Yeah. yeah. Bruce, Bruce
0: Wayne is essentially
2: like a battering; <laughs>
0: Like it's a thing that he does to serve a purpose. Like it's not like occasionally there's a Bruce Wayne love story, but I don't care. Cause he's like, I have emotions this once you don't care. Are you kidding
1: me? When him and the Joker have to like try and woo the same reporter lady that didn't speak to you
0: on only that? when prince is playing in the background. That's, well, yeah but i mean but how much does that have to do with that situation
2: how much does that have to do with prince or tim burton but yeah no i mean he fucking i think the thing that's obvious about stanley's legacy is yeah he took a lot of credit for it but there were other writers back then and those other writers didn't create spider-man the fantastic four the x-men yeah the Mm. incredible hulk uh O- the Overs- modern Avengers yeah. like- oversaw the creation of a million. Think other about things. the trajectory
1: like, of this man's life. Right, he was a hustler for forty years, and then he founded all. He like started writing all of this stuff that became culturally legendary to the point where it founded a multi-billion-dollar yeah. film the biggest empire movie franchise of all time. Of all time, and then he- like how many artists get to see their works become enshrined in the culture in a- such an incredibly
2: dramatic way? Yeah,
1: fucking o- any over
2: like-, any? like again, Gene Roddenberry, George Lucas, like it's. The, Walt list, Disney. Is, the Except, list is small. and then the cool part Walt is Disney he didn't—he
0: and... didn't George Lucas it, and he didn't shit all over his own legacy. <laughs> It, like, well, a big part of the MCU succeeding, as much
1: as it has, is, is probably him going hands-off at the end.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know? Just to be like, yep,
2: I'm, like, handing it over. To, handing the I ring. think you're forgetting about the Guardians project.
0: No, I'm not, actually. What's well, the Guardians project? <laughs> when he made Stanley Helmed... Uh, the
2: creation of 30 characters, yeah, yeah. each one representing one team in the NHL.
0: Oh, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Why?
2: Why? Because the NHL was like, "Hey, we Stanley should, is cool. We should do this.
0: We should have some comic book heroes." Oh right, money. Yep.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly.
0: <laughs> but I'm saying, but it's not like he made Spider-Man one of them. It wasn't like the Toronto Leafs' official guardian, Spider-Man. He, he made Maple Leaf or whatever the guy's name was. I don't know. Uh, but Scott, did you? Uh, did, I mean, did you think of a, for a favorite character in fiction? Um. No, but
1: I
2: can. Nice. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't prep a good answer for this one either. Oh, okay. It was just like playing them. Because
0: my... I was, I was kind of trying to think of like moments in film where I got like hyped and was like, like just being like, like I was like, oh yeah, because this character's here and he's gonna do his thing. And I was like, I couldn't really come up with something that was like solid. There was maybe a few like Wolverine kind of moments, but I'm like, Wolverine's not my favorite character. Yeah. Like, like I was really like, I was like, I'm sure I felt that in cinema when you're just sort of like when your favorite character is like about to do his thing. Yeah. And I was like, and I was really like, I was racking my brain trying to lock it in. So, I mean, I guess we maybe need to put this on hiatus, but I do have a segue. Yeah. Uh, Here we go. (laughs) Where I thought I was going to feel that maybe at points in time and then did not was watching solo. Star oh, Wars, story. We saw Solo. Yeah, so now we've all seen it, so uh-huh. we can uh, dissect and comment on Solo sure. Star Wars. Sorry, can we just not do it for that long? Sure. I mean, <laughs> so my like people were like, "So what do you think?" And my my like very quick review, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Like, it is. But then like my like nerdcore review, it has like it just it's wasted opportunity after wasted opportunity to be better like I just I don't I don't like the fact that like here are the three things we know about Han Solo's background story he won the Millennium Falcon in a card game Mm -hmm. he did the castle run in 12 parsecs under 12 parsecs and under 12 parsecs and like he has a Wookiee co-pilot, and that's weird. Did you know that happened in the same two days? <laughs> yep. Like, <laughs> and you're like, I was like, what? The-? I was like, why? Like, I know Star Wars, like, and I was thinking back, I was, like, thinking to the originals. I was like, yeah, I guess, like, all of New Hope probably takes place in a weekend. Like, probably. Zero to smash in the <laughs> Death Star, yeah, right? <laughs> you know? So, but, I mean, but, like, at least it's given the impression that, like, Luke Skywalker showed up. Like, the Battle of Yavin was going down whether he was there or not. Like, mm-hmm. his story took place in a weekend. But the Rebels had a better plan. Like, the fact that just, like, Han Solo, like, free his way into his entire backstory in a weekend. It just, I was like, they, they don't have any creative talent working on that stuff. Nobody's creating
1: anything. They're just, they're, they're petrified of fucking it up. And so they just go, like, what do we know about Han Solo? Okay, that's, that's what we know. We have to do that. And yeah, if they had, a a, like, a, somebody directing all of the, the, like, Star Wars MCU and they could build it out, yeah. then maybe you could get new stories. But they don't have that. And yep. and uh, it's, like, literary cowardice? I guess. Is that yeah, what's yeah, going yeah, on? Yeah, you know?
0: Like, I mean, yeah. I was like, it just... Such waste of opportunity. Yep. Like, oh, and the fan service. Like,
2: yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? Like, I'm going to take just a little bit of issue with that. Because I, I don't think Rogue One...
0: I thought Rogue One did the best job, I think, of introducing was something. was like
2: super. They they knew where they had to end Rogue mm-hmm. One. They did it in a way that and you they did everything day else. Day. Like, was was pretty did you care out there
1: about anything that happened in that movie. Anyone, any of the characters were they were they good? Were they meaningful? Do you remember the name of the villain?
3: Darth Vader. Do you remember the Darth name Vader.
2: of the, the <laughs> main Darth Vader Grand Moff? No, 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 not him. The the other guy. The one. I mean, with, like, I mean the, no, but I've case. only seen it once. I haven't really gone yeah. back okay. to revisit it. But I thought like that one was. At least stretching. I right. thought they were doing something with that you, one. They introduced
0: a bunch of characters. I thought it was a bummer that it was like we said. I think I think Rogue One would have been better served by like a Netflix series or whatever yeah. to spend yeah. time with those characters because right. you were like like I like you said like oh can we name characters no but I mean I can't name fucking people I met today like <clears throat> okay I, c- I couldn't I couldn't name any of the characters from my but own I mean but I, can, I, I saw c- it two days ago right. but I can tell you but like I like the source the the source sensitive is almost what I said the the force sensitive monk guy, I thought that was kind of neat like the fact that there are like. For sensitive people, right.
2: like, they were just—they were—they were trying, which I will give that, more credit. That was—that was a heist movie, where there were stakes, and yeah. I didn't really feel that was
3: so ugh. Yeah, he yeah. was just
0: like—and that was the other thing too—is like I get it that he flies by the seat of his pants, and I and like and I kind of got that from the character, and I didn't mind that about the movie. But I was like, why is everyone else going along with this? I'm like, why is Daenerys down with this? Like, let's try this backwards plan. She's supposed to be like a high-ranking lieutenant of Crimson Dawn, and I should be—she should be like. I, here's I have professionals. Yeah, I have better plans than this. And yep. then like the good plan could go awry, and then Han Solo could like <laughs> do his whatever, fluke his way through it. Yeah, missed opportunity is the good. Is the, Lando, yeah. uh... You just, he was okay. I the parts of him were. But I love I'm in sex with robots. I don't uh, think you... Uh, but did he, he? She said that he never did.
1: I mean, wasn't that the implication? He's like, oh, that's his that's his jam, robot jam. Maybe robots.
0: I bet there was Jamming? like there there were. Two things about Lando that I really, really enjoyed when you said, like, taking kind of, uh, like, little iconic of cues of characters. One was the scene where he was, like, narrating his memoirs. (laughs) It's, like, while the adventure's going on, he's just like, so there we were. Like, that cracked me up. And two was that, like, he's basically useless. Like, he's just a gambler and a cheater also. He's not even a great gambler. He's just a good cheater. I was, like, I thought that they were, I was, like... You made Lando kind of more interesting. Because you don't really know Lando's backstory. Nothing. But I liked the fact that in the Solo movie, they established that Lando was not great. Like, I was like, that was actually kind of interesting. Uh, but
2: yeah, that was, I think, the Chewbacca. only... Chewbacca. I like Chewbacca. Chewbacca was fine, too. Um, As a character introducing oh him, talking about the Really? The As a
1: character introducing him? They literally cut and paste the scene from um, uh, Empire? Yeah, yeah, that's
2: fine. Uh, there, is it? The, that was a theme of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Cutting and pasting yeah. scenes yeah. from the other, like lines
0: that make no sense. Lando being like, "Mining colonies are the
3: worst,"
0: and I was like, "I was like, this line makes no sense." Like, other than the fact that we know that he eventually gets
2: a mining colony. Yep. I was like,
0: "Shut up, movie!" I like, I literally, I, re- I, I think I said out loud, "Shut up, movie." <laughs> when Here's
2: here's the thing I really liked. This was, it's so stupid, mm. and it, it made me happy having it. Han speaking Wookiee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Just oh. like, he's a monster. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, yeah, a little. It's I speak a little. A little. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, what was,
0: there was another thing that made me, he said, here's a thing I really like, and I had a thought.
2: Just kind of dumb. It. The escape pod. Anything about the Oh, Daenerys? no, 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 no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Again, a Lando moment. Han! <laughs> he's like, it's Han. And he, just like the fact that just like because he he says it wrong, also in empire every time. Yeah. And old buddy, like he's just. I was like, okay, I, I, I actually like that establishing that Lando just does not actually say his name correctly. And finally, I think the thing that just so uh, I don't know if I just don't get continuity, like, but so like the main movie continuity, I think is the only continuity that's supposed to exist now,
2: right? There's yeah. like a a series of layers of how yeah. much it counts, but
0: I'm like. Did we need to be like, guess what, Darth Maul is still alive. Me, me, me. I was like, what are you talking about? That was super fucked up. I was like, like, is is, is this fan service for the Darth Maul
2: fans? Wait, now how old is fucking Obi-Wan then?
0: Because Obi-Wan's a kid when Darth Maul dies. But exactly, because Darth Maul's not dead. Because I had the same thought where I was like, oh, so Han's like 60 years old? And then I was like, no, wait. Because they're stormtroopers, not clone troopers. They're wearing the stormtrooper outfit. So Han Solo takes place ten years before. The reveal there is Darth Maul is not dead. dead. That's the reveal. It's not that this movie takes place on the first movie. It's that he survives.
2: Yeah, exactly. Which also doesn't make sense because Vader's still around.
0: Yeah, but apparently this is... Someone told me that in in one of the layers of reality, the Crimson Dawn is Darth Maul's crime syndicate. He's no longer a Sith Lord. Huh. He's like a half robot thing or whatever.
1: That's like... okay. People replace their bits with robot bits all the time. Yeah,
0: I, I'm not saying yeah. it doesn't make any sense, but I'm like if you're if like who's that for? Well, maybe maybe they <laughs> yeah. like like i think it's fine it can happen Darth which...
1: Maul did have good badass pedigree right up until the point where he died they were building up a like a like a bit of a bit of intensity around the character maybe mm-hmm. they want to they want to tap into
0: that or maybe yeah.
1: they just don't know how to fucking make up anything anymore so they have to clone out villains and,
2: and stuff yeah, from exactly, the other movies Yeah exactly but I would just sort of like you said... <laughs> and then also But Darth... no I, as someone who does have a decent understanding of the Star Wars universe yeah. I did have to sit there and start thinking How old is everyone
3: now?
0: (laughs) And then, I mean, he goes to tattooing to work for Jabba, and that was ten years before he screws it up. But, I mean, I was like, I can take that. He probably took odd jobs and then screwed up one and got money, whatever. Mm -hmm. The other part was Darth Maul being like, I'm finished with this call. Let me (laughs) force-draw my lightsaber into it and light it up. Talk to you later. (laughs) And then ends the phone call. And I was just like, what a weird way to end a phone call. (laughs) Darth Maul doesn't like phones. <laughs> exactly. You're just sort of like, yes, you're like you're in charge now. It was like as though, like in my mind, when some people were writing it and they were like, "You're like, is that Darth Maul, <laughs> or is it just like a species that is Darth Maul?" Double lightsaber, double underline. Yeah, it's Darth Maul, guys. Like, it's <laughs> yeah. like remind you being like, it's Darth
1: Maul. Or there's a producer somewhere who's like, "Hold on, hold on. There's no lightsabers in the movie. We gotta, we gotta make sure.
0: Throw in a lightsaber. Throw it in." Yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah, it was fine. It needed to be more uh, *Oceans 11* and less random things happening to Han Solo, where he just flukes his way into
2: his entire backstory in two days. Yep. You know. And and oddly deciding to be a good guy. Yeah, it bankrolling
0: the rebellion. Whoopsie.
2: Yep. I mean,
0: and and even then, like. I, again, when I watch these things, I sort of mentally... Uh, it's fresher in your mind, I, can't, I yeah, can't... Yeah, I watched it, like, two days ago. Yeah. But even then, I was like, there's, like, a better way to do it, where he was just sort of like, he's like, you know, he's like, all right, like, I could take it or whatever, and then they would be like, well, we, like, we're going to take it and, like, draw weapons on He's like, 50-50, and then, like, someone holds a knife, and he's like, you need it more than I do. I would have been like, done. That is fine. Yeah. Like, him to just try to weasel some of it, and then back off, that's okay, like, where he would still kind of be doing the heroic thing, but also because they had guns on him. Fine. Anyway. It was,
2: it was fine. The, I think it was I the, thought the fan service that they reached for worked. There was lots and lots of it, and it was okay. Mm-hmm. At least that's what they were going for. They didn't uh, try to do, have it both ways, you know?
0: I also thought that it was funny. Uh, it made me think of uh, um, uh, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, where Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels uses the card game to, like, I find great effect, where, like, you kind of don't necessarily know, but you're, like, you see what they're going for, and mm-hmm. they're looking, and it's, like, and you get whatever, as near as I can tell, here's the game of Sabacc, you get cards, and then you put them down, and then you win or lose, like, it's repeatedly in the movie, and there's, there's no drama around it other than people pushing, pushing coins and to rack, raking in coins, <laughs> uh-huh. I was like, man... Card games. Uh, ranking it, it's the worst Star Wars movie of the, uh, new,
3: series. Of the new series. So, is, yeah, it's, Un- a, it's underneath
1: it's the Force Awakens. Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 yeah, 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 Okay, good, good. We're all on. The <laughs> <page there. laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. It's not as bad as Episode Two and Three. Nope, but it definitely is, not. It's definitely below above them.
1: Uh, all the other ones. So, because <laughs> there's a big, big amount of space in between those. Oh two man, it goes sections. underneath Star Trek Beyond. Ooh, that's, oh man, Beyond was.
2: No, Beyond wasn't bad. But Beyond I'm looking like it, like I was like Ocean... Beyond is close to it. though. Maybe I'm confusing me.
0: Ocean's Eight, I think Ocean's Eight was better than it because it at least had a heist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like basically, I was also promised essentially a heist movie. And there was know. no heist. Yeah. There, yeah. <laughs> no, he was like. Hey.
2: We want it. No, shoot! Whoops. Whoops!
0: Whoops! Pew pew! I also did like Han shooting first and establishing that. That was that was one thing where it's just sort of yeah. like you just made one mistake, and just gets shooting. I was like, that's Han Solo. I was like, that is a a true moment of the Han Solo. Yeah. Character. Maybe
1: the Darth Maul appearing thing was just because they remember when Darth Vader appeared at the end of Rogue One and people liked that, so now they have to do it again. But they they didn't have anybody else. They didn't have Siffy, a good. They so didn't they have a good like, Darth. Yeah.
3: No, <laughs> is vader available like, no
1: he's taken <laughs>
2: you know exactly if it was going to be darth maul in that way just give him a white beard that would have made me happier Anything. like just something that yeah it's it, been 20 or and pressed was... up the like red marks on the his other skin thing too is i was like
0: there's better fan
2: Longer service horns.
0: yeah but imagine if given the timeline it was a uh, zizor i would have been like oh Gisher. 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 prince zizor from, from, from Shadows of the Shadows Empire. Of the Empire. Yeah. Like, I was like, if you're going to just throw out random fans... They threw or, out Shadows yeah. of the Empire, though. It's not canon anymore. Yeah, but, I mean, Darth Maul being dead is canon, so they're throwing... They're pulling I in... I know, I know. They're it's pulling in st- other stuff. That's what I'm saying. Darth Maul's being alive ten years before New Hope is new new information, as far as yeah. I'm understanding it. Uh, yeah, no, I see it kind of around Star Trek Beyond, and now I'm, like, yeah. wondering if it's better or worse than Rubber. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: I quite liked Rubber, I will it. I will admit that it's a tough rewatch.
0: I mean, I also think that Interstellar has a better soundtrack. Yeah. Star Trek
2: well, Beyond is, I think, terrible in that. It like, is, yeah. Like, fan service, yep. great character moments, kind of I also really thought plot. that the John Williams score damaged it. I
0: really? I thought that having a more exciting score, or a, a different score for a Han Solo movie, other than just, like, the high... Well, now we're back to Star Trek Beyond's use of... The Beastie Boys yeah, to we'll defeat the f- enemies. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, no, I'm not. I'm not saying necessarily like what I was. My my take on it was not necessarily to drop like contemporary music, Guardian style or whatever. But uh, like in 300, like how they had like the like like an epic score, like an epic score, but then with like electric guitars and stuff yep, in it. Like yep. we're just like a little bit of like, oh, this is this is different, you know? Like
1: it, I would put it above Star Trek Beyond, but not by much. Oceans Eight is is like right there,
0: you know. Yep. I mean, I also think the Chappie was better than the Solo movie. There we go. Chappie was better than the Han Solo movie. Yeah. Life? I did not see Life. I didn't see Life. What do you Han think? Han Solo was better than Life. There you see, go. Just Ocean's underneath 8. Oceans Eight. Oceans Eight was better because it had a heist. It
1: had a heist. <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly. As
1: opposed to just for a scoundrel movie. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It had like, more of what, a heist. What was the than goddamn
0: just... point? Yeah.
1: I just. Other than pure fan service for an hour. Yep. Two hours.
0: Yep. I, yeah, more than two hours. It was like two hours and 15. Yep. Oh, my goodness. Guys. Oh, no. I just closed the window that I had open. I saw 1983's Deathstalker. Deathstalker? Deathstalker. Oh, I don't know anything about this. Man, what are you yeah. talking right? about, buddy? Yeah, I know. <laughs> just So here's how I ended up watching Deathstalker. Okay. Um, I have Amazon Prime. Yep. It was on Amazon Prime Video. I was looking for an old-timey sword and sorcery movie. Ooh. <laughs> just, for, just for, like, for shit's. I was like, I have some time to kill, the hockey game is over, I was home alone, and
2: I was like, I'm going to watch some stuff that Sarah would basically never be okay with watching. Uh Just for the record, every time I try to put one of these on the list, Keith says we don't have time for it. Can't we do something more contemporary? (laughs) No, 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 but this is important. Because I do this shit all the time. It's true. But this one is amazing.
1: First <laughs> of all, seen, I seem to remember seeing this box in a theater. In like a certainly you did. Place.
0: There's yeah. four sequels to this Whoa. thing. This bad boy. This became like a kind of a legacy. Reasons it did so well. Uh, I guess a lot of tits. Okay. I'm supposing. Literally every single ca- female character gets her tits out at some point. Largely. I do like r- tits. Uh, the budget of this thing was an estimated to be made under five hundred thousand dollars. It had a box office of eleven million dollars in nineteen. That's why you got five sequels. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And this. Is not made by, but under the production umbrella of Mr. Roger Corman. So he knows how to churn out crap.
2: Uh huh. But was it crap? I no mean, one can go see movies if you're not making movies. So make some goddamn movies. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, that's the like the Roger Corman ethos. It's actually uh, the first of nine movies that Roger uh, produced. He had some deal with Argentina in the '80s, so huh? it's nine movies that he filmed in Argentina. Which means some characters are kind of dubbed and some characters are bad at English. How does it compare to Conan? I mean, that's the obvious contemporary. Oh, not well. Like, <laughs> but like so. Oh, like, so, oh, I, can't, I can't even, like, put my head around it. So it's, like, this dude who named Deathstalker, <laughs> uh-huh. who's the hero. I didn't like him. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> he, 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 he goes by Stalker in most of the movie, but, like, people are, like, he's like, it's the Deathstalker. And he's like, call me Stalker. Wait, wait, wait. It's it the Deathstalker? Or it's, it's Mr. Stalker? I think his stalker. name is Deathstalker. Okay, like, just it's like playing. Marvin Deathstalker. <laughs> right. I guess so. Mark Deathstalker. <laughs> um but, yeah, so, like, the movie starts off, and he's just, like, this, like, wandering uh, like wandering hero, and then he, like, saves a woman from being raped, and then just starts kissing her, and starts, like, making out with her, and she's Ooh. into it, but then, like, a guy walks up, and he's, like, little busy, and then he's, like, okay, I'll wait outside, and then while he's talking to the guy, the girl just sneaks off into the woods, and he's, like, darn I mean, I that's... guess I'll go talk to that guy. So I was like, so was he also raping? Kind like the of. fact that she, I was like, if she was into it, she would have stuck around, right? <laughs> and then the interest, just, just not that into it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Mm. Like, and then another guy also saves a woman from being raped. But then later on, there's kind of a harem scene where he's getting super handsy. And I was like, this movie is very confused about what is okay. good rape and what is bad rape because all of the heroes I feel like it's always bad rape there's no rape that's good rape I don't know the world of Deathstalker well enough that's okay <laughs> yeah or but that's it like so just women are just I exposed like I think the like the intention of the film is that like heroes are just so charismatic that the women like want to right away. Uh, yeah. yeah, then until even though they're distracted. Then there's like a female, a female uh, hero shows up, or no, a hero, another hero shows up and is fighting in a hood, and then pops her cowl back. But then, like in the process of taking her cowl off, also just reveals that she, her tits are just out. Like, and then she's just like for the rest of the movie has her tits out as like a female combatant. And then while she's sleeping, Deathstalker just starts kissing her, and then she's like, okay. Death Stalker. It's rapey. Yeah, and then the weird, um, the, there's like a weird like trolley. God, we've been watch towards Bill Cosby. <laughs> there's like a weird like trolley dude who's then kind of watching going like,
3: mm.
0: like while Death Stalker makes it with the female hero. Just like what is happening? Yeah, so um, and it's basically there's an evil wizard who, the, the big plot of the film is the evil wizard is having like a big, wizard turn- or a big fighter tournament uh, like battling to the death to become his heir. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of smart um, because he's like a he's immortal, so he's like jokes on them. I'm not gonna die. B all the best heroes of the land are gonna kind of kill each other. There's gonna be like one left over, and then I kill that one. So I got rid of all the heroes. That's a good
2: setup. I was like, well done, evil wizard. <laughs> I was like, that's, that's a plan. That's sort of. You could see every step of it working. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like,
0: well done. I mean, except for Deathstalker. Uh, does he just kill everybody and then kill the, the evil wizard? Or does well, he, like, I mean, stop the, the proceedings? There's a... He kind of kills everybody, then kills the evil <laughs> wizard. So he kills a bunch of the heroes first. Yeah, but, I mean, it's... it's You find that the heroes, the other heroes, like, the other guy who's presented as a hero is, like, willing to kill Deathstalker for the right thing. There's also a Triforce element of a sword, an amulet, and a chalice. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, that if you have all three of them, you have all the power. And Deathstalker has the chalice sword. Chalice is really awkward for a Deathstalker. No, no, no. I mean, but the thing is... is that I the can w- see an amulet and the, a sword. You know, the, wi- you can do the wizard has two hands. Time.
1: One hand sword, one hand chalice, yeah, amulet exactly. on the neck.
0: But Deathstalker only has the sword. Uh, the wizard has amulet and chalice. So wants all three to right, like right, right. next level it. And then the cl- closing scenes of the movie is Deathstalker gets all three items... And then just, like, kicks the wizard over to the people. They draw and quarter the wizard. And, like, it's kind of a smash cut, but it's very gory all of a sudden. And Deathstalker says, these are too powerful. Holds them up to the sky. They're, like, bathed in white light and kind of explode. That's the last five seconds of the movie. Dude, ripped apart. Magical items exploding. Roll credits. <laughs> wow. And I was like, Deathstalker. It's 83 minutes long,
2: which is just right. <laughs> <laughs> it was- just put this on the list. This is more than people have spoken about Deathstalker for 30 years. 30 years. You guys, we're going to watch all of them. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, it was just 100% like... We used to watch some of those old Roger Corman movies. Yeah, Like Do Back time. So we have
2: Dragon Slayer on the list? Uh, yeah, like we do,
0: and actually there.
1: it's number 98.
0: I mean, it's probably... Scott,
1: left. you said, I want to watch a fantasy movie where someone fights a dragon with a big sword and they cast Peter McNichol? <laughs> yep. So
0: maybe this is above that. <laughs> 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 like... So, because here's the thing. it's we, illegal...
2: we have that on the list. We also have Conan on the list. Yeah, but Conan, <laughs> there's is a lot reviews. of movies in between. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. So, like... Oh, yeah, What's yeah. redeemable about this film? Everything. The rapey?
0: The rapey, no. But, I mean, most of the time, I think they're... Senseless nudity and gore. Yeah, but, I mean, but that's okay what you're that. watching it for. Like, yeah. like, that's the thing is that it like... When we talk about movies delivering on promises, like, this delivered on the promise of an 80s sword and sorcery, like... Right. Clusterfuck. Like...
2: This oh, is clusterfuck though. But <laughs> well, yeah. you know it could be Conan.
0: Yeah, but I don't think Roger Corman was ever going to make Conan. How about The Evil Dead? 1981. It is definitely below Evil Dead. Okay. Like, like Evil Dead is. is... Well,
1: okay, that narrows it down. If you're going above um, uh, Dragon Slayer. I'm scrolling down. Kickboxer
0: Vengeance 2016. It's like above Kickboxer Vengeance, uh, Moana. I think it kind of stops right actually above Kickboxer <laughs> Vengeance. No, because yeah. I'm looking at Strangers Prey at Night. Yeah. And it's like that seems like to be. Relatively correct. Like, maybe this that's too high. Is it? Yeah, I'm thinking we need to, like, deal. But then I'm like.
1: Just to remember, the tagline is going right underneath. In quotes, one word.
2: Rapey. <laughs> rapey. <laughs> Also, you said the acting was terrible. Yeah, exactly. But, but so, like,
1: I get I get the point. Like, when you when you sign up for this movie, you're signing up oh, for yeah. stupid swords and swords. Like, okay, and so boots. here's
2: here's where I think it it's actually It's like you goes. can enjoy Samurai Cop so long as you know you're going to watch Samurai
0: Sam- Cop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah like, I, I can legitimately say if you have Amazon Prime and, like, if you're like, whoa, that sounds, like, ridiculous, like, it's entertaining. Like, it doesn't make that weird mistake thing of, like, 80s movies where you get bored seriously. or right. it takes itself seriously. Like, it's just, like, scene after scene i like i literally put it on and was like if it's crap i'll go to bed and then watch the whole thing in one sitting like uh where it actually goes uh and i think it is correct is just below crush groove just below crush groove yeah because it is it is a similar thing i could be like yo do you want to watch crush groove but like sword and sorcery but then crush groove has better sound but it's like it's that same vibe. You're like when you're recommending Crush Groove. You're like, is it terrible? Yeah. Is it fun? Yeah. Oh, we can eat. <clears throat> so yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. How are you doing? we doing? Got it. I think
1: we have um, a best movie ever to do. We do. Scott. We do. It's uh this one this one has a star studded cast, so you know it's Hang going on. to be good.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up some I'm some ready. some uh, some like trivia to see if Scott can guess. Okay. Can I can I give him some of the cast? Mm, give I, I wanted to describe a bit of the plot Okay uh, Give me a second Sure um, We'll just talk about like what, what kind of movies do you enjoy usually, Scott? Uh, I really like movies with uh,
2: people wearing masks People wearing masks? There's yes. a lot of makeup yeah. Costumes, superheroes uh-huh. Oh yeah. Well, do you uh, like comedies? This is a comedy Yes, Oof. it's certainly a it's comedy It's going to be funny Sure, I do laugh uh-huh. I'm a uh, joyous, joyful kind of individual 90s movie? Ooh, that's right, in my wheelhouse. Uh-huh. Horror comedy? Yep. Uh, that's the kind of horror I like. Okay. We're talking, like, late Freddy Krueger. Well, there's a couple there of actors here who are sort of close to their peak. So In, in acting or in horror comedy? In comedy. Yeah. comedy. Yeah.
3: In comedy. Comedy yeah, actors. Yeah, there, yeah. There uh-huh. are, yeah,
0: comedy actors not far removed from their comedy Prime. peak. Like Exactly. Like, like, not necessarily, like, after the fact, but, like... Not in their heyday. So yeah. I mean, like, I mean, I think it's kind of clear that we're talking about like Eddie it, Murphy. No, <laughs> no, but
1: but go go on other '90s actors, uh, comedy comedy actors.
0: All right. Perhaps
1: ones who perished in the '90s. Only one of
3: them.
0: Yeah. Um, so this movie is about yuppies who are taken to court for speeding. Okay. Okay. Good. They they run into a judge and uh... Oh
3: God.
2: Oh no. <laughs> oh no, this is he knows it. Chevy Chase, yeah. And Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> That's right. And oh God. Uh the the hot dog scene. Demi Moore? Yep. yep. Oh, oh. Chevy
0: no. Chase, Dan Aykroyd, John Candy, Demi Moore. All in this
2: film. Oh god, i s I've seen this movie. When it first came out on VHS as yeah. a It was a rental. Teenager. My family rented it, too. It had all these names. You, yeah. you look at this poster, and you're like, it's a safe bet. Chevy Chase,
0: Dan Aykroyd, John Candy, Demi Moore. Like, look at them. I saw the that dinner scene
2: on YouTube maybe a month ago. Oh, great. And I was like, oh, my God. this is. I remember this movie, and it is terrible. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> well, you're going to give it a good look and report it back. It is. In,
0: and, like, it's in fact. It's not just terrible. It is nothing but trouble. Oh, who directed this? It was written by Dan Aykroyd. The story was by Peter Aykroyd. It was directed by Dan Aykroyd. Oh, man. (laughs) We all know how amazing Dan
2: Aykroyd is. Uh, If if you guys are listening to this and you don't know what this movie is,
0: check out the scene.
2: It is the fucking
3: worst. (laughs) (laughs) This
0: movie, you guys, had a budget of $40 million that I can only imagine was paid out in cocaine. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Made $8.4 million. Like, think about to have a cast that star-studded, like, all at the height of their powers.
1: Yeah. Failing
2: on every single level. It's like... Dan Aykroyd saw some early Peter Jackson stuff and said, I can do that, but better. Yeah. And didn't.
1: Well, that that dinner scene absolutely reeks of Peter Jackson. Like, it's like yeah. that. You
2: know.
0: <laughs> the film was noted for its strongly negative reception with criticism directed at its humor, screenplay, tone, and direction. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh. I, I actually bet you if you're you, if
0: you're if you're keeping tabs, that's all of it.
1: <laughs> I, I bet you anything that this is it very much in the same vein of what happened to that Cosby movie you just watched, where mm-hmm. it was Dan, Dan Aykroyd being like, "I'm Dan Aykroyd, give me your money, I'm going to make the best everything." And I did nobody, Ghostbusters. Yeah, nobody could say no to him, mm-hmm. and then that this is what came out because Dan Aykroyd went into a death spiral right after this. Yeah. He did nothing for twenty years, right?
0: No, he he did okay
2: after this. I don't know about that. He then... Okay, so let's see. Oh, man. This oh, is on, also boy. like the turning point for Chevy Chase being yep. successful in movies.
1: He, I take it so, back. He was in Gross Point Blank after, which was pretty good. Sneakers... He
0: did sneakers a year after this. <laughs>
1: okay. okay, he he okay. was
2: in sneakers as an actor, he not as a did, creator though. Yeah, he, yeah. No. yeah, as a creator yeah. is very
1: different. And he also wasn't one of the. Well, I guess he was one of the leads, but
0: so. But I mean, but he also he had like a solid comeback with Coneheads, which was not great, but Ugh. did really well. Yeah. The Coneheads movie, I mean, I think did really yeah. well. The Coneheads movie it was part of pop culture at the time. Yeah, That's exactly. True. That's, it. That's
2: true. And then, so
0: he didn't. Like, I don't think he. Then he did.
2: Oh, forget that Chevy Chase. His his career goes crazy after this, right? Like this is post Christmas kind of vacation and nothing. Movies.
3: Yeah.
0: He really never. I mean, he, he. I think that was. I think Conant's, I think was his last maybe big starring. Yeah, forget movie for Dan Aykroyd.
2: Go back to Chevy Chase's career let's, getting. Let's check out. Destroyed Che-heavy. by this.
0: Heavy. I don't know, but I mean, it really like
2: we go from like Fletch. John Candy, and I think also.
0: John Candy, I think he uh, dies like, really soon after. But he's still like Teflon out of it. Is that, I think we'll see what he did.
2: That's because John Candy's an actual. Gifted comedian. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean So Chevy
2: Can you think of another bad project that John Candy was Whoa in?
0: no, because you know what? You know what? Whoa. Chevy man, Chevy. Because Chevy followed this up, his next movie was The Memoirs of an Invisible Man, which was not great either. Nope. And then I think it was just done. I think it was the back to back. That was two, year at like year, two two years back to back. Yeah, so it was Christmas vacation in '89. Top of the world, Chevy. Really? Yep. One of the funniest was, movies of all time. Yeah. yeah, it was a great movie. And then nothing but trouble, 1981. Memories of An Invisible Man, '92. Uh, and then can can you see him inhaling the funny out? Then Vegas vacation, which was already pretty. Mm.
2: He, it was, n- it was n- done. Nope. And that was '97. Wow. By, and then his TV show is somewhere in between those two.
1: Oh, yeah. He did a late-night talk show that lasted yep. two
2: episodes, six episodes? <laughs> Something like that. It was was like Christmas
0: Vacation really his last funny movie?
1: Man. Yeah. Wow. Huh. It was a good one, though. If you're going to go out, you
2: know. Yeah, but he didn't go out. He just kept making movies. <laughs> he kept making no, movies. no, no, no. He went out. That's where it <laughs> ended. <laughs> uh, it's it like see a Beatles thing. It's, it's John a different Candy. Paul.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, okay, John John Candy, like, where does this sit with respect to planes, trains, and automobiles? You know, this is all after this. this. This is also very much on the down. Yeah. Like uh, Uncle Buck was 89. Yep. Uh, Great outdoors was 88. Planes, trains, and automobiles and spaceballs was 87. Uh, but yeah, after this man, he he floundered also. <laughs> and he had another another four years of working, and I guess thankfully he finished it off with Canadian bacon. Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> Like, but oh yeah. man I can't but believe like, but, I have but, to watch this from start between, to finish uh, but between Nothing But Trouble he did like nothing like Career Opportunities Only Lonely Delirious uh, Once Upon a Crime which was garbage Boris and Natasha the movie which was wow. garbage that hurts I guess he did Cool Runnings
2: that was alright I, I watched Cool Runnings about a year ago and that, it delivers yeah it's funny it's still funny yeah.
0: Yeah. wagons east funny yeah, it's so like he... has no
2: business being funny but it is Funny. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And, and Canadian bacon also is <laughs> very funny. Yeah. You know what Canadian's oh, bacon Nothing but trouble. filmed in '93 that. and it took two years before it had release. Huh. Uh, I wonder what happened. I don't know.
1: It was a good
2: it's, movie. It's very um, political. No. Uh, I don't want to say episodic, but like lots of little shorts kind of spliced together. A little it's, bit. It doesn't have like a whole. Well, there's strong the underlying
0: story like. of the attacking of Canada.
1: Yeah, yeah, but it's but like a little
2: bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of that. So. The scenes are kind of... You get the
1: long future. Stephen Wright scene, and then you get the long whatever scene, and then you yeah, get yeah, the long... Yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, man. But yeah, nothing but
0: trouble, Scott. I'm ready for you. There's,
2: there's... If you watch... if On YouTube, if you watch the dinner scene, or even if you just watch the trailer, hot Mess. No, no, no. So, the dinner
1: yeah. scene speaks. It's like five minutes long, and if you and, and if you do like nothing about trouble, you're gonna. It's the top hit is gonna so be the dinner. The scene. The thing about
0: the dinner scene,
1: the dick nose.
0: Why? So yeah, like uh, Dan, Dan Aykroyd's character has like a crazy prosthetic nose throughout the film, and then for like a single shot, he has a dick nose, and I guess it's like and then Chevy Chase is like, whoa, because I guess it's like we're supposed to think that he's like, hallucinating. But, but I mean, I think also. It's to underline the fact that his regular nose kind of looks like a dick, and they're like, people won't get it. So in one shot, make it a dick. Make it an actual little dick. <laughs> they're like, that'll get them in. That'll get them rolling in the aisles, boys. Dick nose. Thanks for that, Dan. Oh man. This whenever whenever I think of Dan Aykroyd off the rails, I think about his his screenplay for the Ghostbusters sequel. Like.
2: Yeah. You know, I don't think Dan Aykroyd is that great. A writer, because I've read the original script for Ghostbusters, yeah, and it is, it is Harold Ramis that comes in there and saves that with a couple of rewrites
0: and keeping it in New York and them not going to like other parallel universes and, and whatever, not
2: fighting werewolves yeah. right off the bat and, whew.
0: yeah, what I mean, so hang on, I guess we're probably going to talk about this later. When we talk about nothing but trouble. But I'm like, did Dan Aykroyd ever nail anything? Like, like did he like other or than was being he just around funny or people? Or was he just around did funny you... people? Yeah, that's what Maybe I'm Maybe
1: back in that... was he was part of the SCTV crew? Yeah, SNL, no, SNL. 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 yeah, yeah.
0: But again, he was like sitting there with like he was the original cast? Original
2: cast. So it's Chevy Gild- Gild-
0: Chevy only came season two. No, Chevy
2: well. was in season one. You're thinking Bill Murray, who was there later.
0: Hang on. I wanna know this. Saturday. Night Live, original
2: so, cast. So, Gilda Radner. Gilda uh, Radner, definitely. Um, Jane Curtin. Dan Aykroyd.
0: The original cast is Lorraine Newman, John Belushi, Jane Curtin, Gilda Radner, Dan Aykroyd, Garrett Morris, and Chevy Chase. Yeah, it was Bill Murray that came in later. So, yeah, OG, OG Dan Aykroyd. But, I mean, he's still surrounded by, like... Some peak, of the funniest people. Peak, peak Chevy Chase... Like
1: Belushi. Belushi
0: and Gilda Radner, like uh yeah, he was on
1: uh, Second City TV. Don't you don't you guys ass uh, talk me. That's he was he's Canadian. That that, that was where he started, and that's how he got in with those guys. Huh. So maybe he did have like funny moments there. There's
2: some there are some funny moments in, in early SNL. Yeah, Bassomatic yeah. is, is hysterical and weird. Um is it? Fred Garvin, male prostitute, is amazing and funny. I also
0: I liked him in Gross Point Blank.
2: <laughs> he he was great in Gross Point Blank. Yeah. He's great in Ghostbusters. He's,
0: he just can't write But
1: maybe things. he Yeah, he maybe it's true. like when he gets going on his own his own stuff, he, he needs to be
0: reined in. Plenty of people are funny. This was based on his brother's story though. Like this isn't even pure Dan. This is just pure acro. Maybe those acroad boys, <laughs> need boys a up to no good. Uh I think he
2: likes absurd comedy. I think he really likes like um Monty Python. Mm-hmm. And you can't always just keep going with that. Sometimes like, you I need think, to stop but it. I, even,
0: I mean, I think even stuff with, like, bass like, I think he might enjoy when, like, an audience, he's like, and they don't
2: get it. Yeah.
0: Get it? <laughs> and you're like, what's the joke? There isn't one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Some of that. Some of that. <laughs> you know? And you're just like. Some of that Kaufman kind of thing. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but Kaufman but not, is really but with, funny. With, but... Yeah, without the, with the, like, skill <laughs> to, like, like, to nail it. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Uh, oh, God. Yeah, nothing but trouble, buddy. I'm not looking forward to Just this. You made me watch Leonard Parts Stupid. <laughs> oh. I, mean, I wonder if we're going to do two back-to-back bottom movies.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I don't know if you can push off Leonard Part 6, however bad this thing is. Uh,
2: don't, uh, I don't want to judge, <laughs> judge the movie before I sit down and watch it again with fresh eyes, but the comedy potential that will be in nothing but trouble squandered
0: yeah, yeah but that's what I'm saying because right it was only one comedy superstar making a mess of things in Leonard part 6 yep. this is three comedy superstars and a young Demi Moore <laughs> making a mess of plus things. who
2: knows who else is going to show up in the fucking bit parts yeah, yeah that yeah. is also yeah exactly looking forward to it turning gold into lead
0: <clears throat> uh, anything else you guys want to yeah, I'm good yeah, I might... could
1: talk about Shet in season 3 but uh, we're gonna save it. Gonna Daredevil save it. season three was good. Daredevil season three was good. I'm like, I, I, I got to the scene that you talked about where Bullseye shows up. God damn, is that cool? Oh, yeah,
2: he delivers all the way through the episode. Yeah. Like all, all the way through the series. Like, fuck, he's good.
1: Yeah, super cool. I really, I watched the um, the, the Love show, Me when I'm Shetland
0: dead. to be about little ponies.
1: There's no ponies in there. This is, this is actually some <laughs> of the best. So Shetland season one was kind of interesting. There were, there were like every, every investigation was like one episode long. Shetland season two was the whole season, but it got really dramatic and kind of garbage. And season three, it's like you watch a lot of cop investigation shows, and they're either like gratuitously dark to just kind of be edgy and whatever, or they're trying to pack a whole bunch of story in, and it goes fast, 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 and all this stuff is happening, and, and it just becomes too much. Mm-hmm. Shetland is like patient and the characters are interesting, and because everybody lives on that tiny Shetland island, everybody knows everybody, and they all have like incestuous, gross family relationships, and they all—they're all friends, but also have problems with each other. It's—they're well-made characters, well-written characters. It's, it's fun like, to watch. A little like
0: Broadchurch, if you watch Broadchurch. I haven't actually,
1: I, I, but I keep seeing it recommended.
0: I mean, yeah, if you're like what you're describing is like super similar thing, where it's yeah. like a small small town, and like a, its like a child who gets murdered, yeah, and then there's like a detect, like a disgraced detective. From, hmm. like, the big city is kind of, like, comes down and came down to the small town to just for, like, to just sort of, like, sit there and do, like, sm- fun small town crimes. And now yeah, it's, like, yeah. an immediate thing. And so he's, like, the outsider. And, like, obviously the town all has its own little, like, oh, stories. And, inter- what, was the, what was
2: the BBC one that Idris Elba did? Oh. The Detective Mystery? I don't James
0: know. Bond. No, it wasn't James Bond. Is he James Bond yet? I don't so, really should not Is be, right. that actually happening? Because I want it to happen. Everybody Like... Just to piss off the racists. No, but Trevor Noah says it often enough (laughs) as a joke that I'm like, is it actually happening? Because I'd be like, he'd be a real good James Bond. (laughs) Like, he would you, be, <laughs> you know. Yeah, would <laughs> like, be like.
1: He has that like serious face.
0: that yeah, You sometimes yeah. need James Bond to be. Yeah, when suddenly James Bond stops being goofy and starts being. Serious. I don't want
1: to oversell Shetland because I'm only on the
0: fourth episode of season three. But you still watch so two far. seasons of it. That's a pretty big. Impact. They're very
1: different though. Like the the tone of them kind of changes throughout it. But yeah. skip season two. Do season one. Season three. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Thanks, guys.